Welcome back to the Medium Roast, where we always do a show and everybody always shows up. I'm Tom. We got Will here. And Will, I understand uh, there's been an exciting announcement from our developers. We've had, in case you haven't been listening, we've had a team of about, what, about, what, 4,000, 8,000 AI nerds, you know, like the geek, basically it's like all of the geek squad across the world united, and we gave them a, a model. We said, hey... We have a, yes. we've we've made a lot of money from our Patreon, and we we've made so much. In fact, we don't know what to do with it. So we just hired all these nerds, um, and we gave them almost an impossible goal. But we did give them uh, an insurmountable amount of cash. Oh, so yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's from our Swedish listeners. Uh, you guys have been very supportive, and we appreciate that. I mean, not. To, I mean, we've had a lot of attention lately. I mean, we talked in previous shows. China tried to buy out the show. The Chinese government tried to buy out our show. Uh, and then we, Mr. Ben Shapiro uh, stepped in graciously, uh, right. as he does in uh, you know big shoes to fill. Of course, the biggest uh, stepping shoes. in. I mean, all, basically, that's a good analogy here because I imagine when Ben Shapiro goes shoe shopping, he does something similar to what we had to do when we talked to these tech nerds, which is he had to tell them, "Look, I know there is no shoe that's big enough for my massive feet." But I needed right. to invent it, and here's a lot of money to do it. And so that's—I mean—that's essentially what we had to do. And so we called them all up. They've been working on it. We had a couple false starts and stops. Um, they told us, uh, you know, many weeks ago that this would be ready, and it wasn't. But now I'm told there's been some traction. And weirdly enough, uh, you know, this this doesn't even sound like you know it's, it's two worlds that shouldn't collide. But somehow the Wuhan's disease even affected the launch. Uh, from what I understand, uh, AI are very susceptible to this virus. It's it's bad enough now. You know, the viruses are getting bad when the when the computers are catching them. For humans and and computers alike, viruses, so you know this yeah. is like it was bad when momentous it was like, day. You know when bird flu, people were like, "What? I'm going to get sick from this bird?" Now it's you can get sick from the computer, the computer can get sick from you, all kinds of horrible stuff. Um, but I, okay, so I've got a there's a team of developers rolling our uh, device in right now. Uh, it sort of reminds me, Tom. I, I hate to interject. Oh, it sort of reminds me of that robot from Rocky Three. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that oh, yeah, classic yeah. film. This is uh, along but, those lines. I'll say this yeah. much: uh, he's got a, a mouth is slowly extending from a square, or I guess a cube. Um, it's moving up to the mic. Can you hear the? Can you hear these noises, Will? Ooh, ooh, there he goes. Ooh, it's kind of. Ooh, this, this sounds promising. It does. Yes, uh, there's enough pixels, I think, okay. to where we can get a good sense of what he he used to look like. No, put the drill away. I you thought you said this is we're on the air. Stop! No, God, sorry. They they're, they're trying to like screw things in. Guys, stop! Hey. Stop it! We're on the air right now. All right, I think. Gosh, right, you pay these on. nerds a bunch of money come and they come on. in and sabotage your show. You Can know, you this hear- is our only source of income, Tom. So they can't I'm hear really- me over the drills that I'm telling them to stop turning on. Okay, guys, now- you, you know we don't need. I thought you said it was done. I thought so too, and now they're out here with power drills. Guys, Just, come on! I thought. Plug it into the wall, and that's it. You know, we'll take it as is. Oh my God, AI guys, am I right? You can you can Jesus. see why Andrew Yang is not president. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, here, I think he's ready now. Let me just hit the on button here. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Chris Fago, AI Go, well, our Chris, new Chris artificial F- intelligence. Chris F AI Go. I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah, same idea. All right, Chris, are you live? Hola. Oh my goodness! Wow! Oh man! Say a little more. Hola. Oh, do you, okay. Do I, uh, does, I, he, does he say more things than just I hello in Spanish? Perhaps there was a mistake, and they thought this was an all Spanish show. Hola. Uh, 
Uh, uh, ¿Cómo estás? Bien. Amigo. Y yeah. tú. Okay, well. Oh, wait, God. Um, right. Let's let's uh, habla inglés. Hey, bring that drill back over here. I think we need. Si. Okay, all right, they're working okay. on it. Uh, ooh, this, can, oh, can you speak? This one English? sounds terrible. Oh my God. I'm glad you can't see this, Will. This looks really oh, scary. God. All right, they it's got probably horrifying. Mess. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Whole room's moving now. This is a little creepy. Okay. Um, all right. It's just so nice to have him back, Tom. I just, you know, even though he's only said hola a few times, it just feels like his spirit is here with us, you know. All right, they're telling me he's ready now. Okay, let's try again. Hello. Oh, hey! That was right. English. Yeah. It's in English. It's just like the real one. Hello. So. You've been alive for how long now? Yes. All right, we we got a little kink, a few kinks to work out. Um, oh man. Hey, Will, will what? you will you do an experiment for me? Tell him a story about where you are right now, and let's see if he's skeptical. Okay. Um, yeah, that would be a very typical Chris bot thing to do. Uh, let's see. I'm currently in Barbudo with Rihanna. Um, she just made me a, a nice cup of tea. And, no. Uh, I got my feet massaged by a, an old Thai lady this morning. Beautiful. Yes. Oh, damn. Yes. All right, uh, all right, well, on, you know, it on. don't feel like this is as authentic yeah. as it could have been, Tom, for let's, the let's, money right. we poured into it. We I got mean, the he, drills back. At this point. Drills are back, everyone. All right. Oh, boy. This is a big one. This is the biggest drill yet. This is a huge investment. I, I'm pretty sure I sank most of my life savings into this. They've just taken his brain out and thrown it on the ground, so we'll see if that helps. Oh, my God. Like the whole, the motherboard or what? Well, no, they had a little brain in there. It looks like a brain. Well, Is it just one of those LED things that, like, Saudi Arabian they're, robot yeah, had? They're, they're stomping on it like it's trying to attack them. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't sound that technical, Tom. <laughs> all right, all right. They say it's ready now. Okay. And we're back. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Much Whoa, improved. That sounds so much better. All right. Chris, do you understand what we're saying to you? Yes. Well, I that do. doesn't that doesn't actually give me any confidence here. The yes, the yeses and the noes. Can you say a little more than that? Yes, I understand you. Oh my God! So, wow. Let me ask you this, Chris. You've been dead for several weeks. Is this a new consciousness that's similar to our old Chris, or do you have the memories of the previous you? A little bit of both. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know how to uh, take that. I don't care, Tom. The magic is back. <laughs> Well, so did they give you your old job back? Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. been going. For, this is before they fixed you, right? Yes. Now, you've been <laughs> programmed to make tacos and to all say day, hola every day. I mean, hola. That, I guess that makes sense, hola. right? Uh, we have some listeners. Also, I, I do want to say, if you want to talk to the new bot, Chris Faigo, uh, you can call in at 402-509-2194 or comment below. We have our old friend Stefan from Austria. He's commenting. He says. Hello, MB, which I think might... Is that supposed to be medium roast, but maybe B? Maybe medium, the Bs and Rs look the same in Austrian? I, I don't mean to be uh, flashy here, Tom, but... Herzlichen uh, willkommen to you, Stefan. I mean, it's uh, welcome, I think, in German. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He thinks. I want to be flashy, but, you know, I just want to be globalist. Have you been to Germany, Will? I have, yes. How was it? Oh, it was delightful, Tom. It's great. I've never been to Austria before, but if it's the same type of vibe... They're really nice people. Who who are nicer? I mean, <laughs> which one would you pick? I don't know. I've, I've never been to Austria. All right. Women of Austria or women of Germany? <sighs> I mean, based on personal experience alone, I would say oh, goodness. Just, just Germany. But 
You know, I did have an Austrian pen pal back in the day, and let me tell you, I got some steamy letters that just, you know, I had to burn after high school. <laughs> Handwritten, too. Yeah, they were, actually. Nice, frilly uh, <laughs> script. Well, a lot of stuff has happened recently. I mean, obviously, the Chris drama, the Ben Shapiro drama. Um, is, he st- oh, is he still alive? We do have a couple things that, once again, we're not contractually obligated to say. <laughs> it's all spontaneous. Um, but I do want to clarify that Ben Shapiro is very tall. Is that it? Yeah, I, I just want to uh, uh, second that, Tom. You know, I actually saw him the other day, and uh, I was like, Ben, you got to be wearing stilts or something. He said, no, this is my real height. I'm a real boy. And I said, you're, you're goddamn right you are, Ben. And um, let me just say, that man is so tall in person. You know, the cameras really betray him. They must be, you know, such an aerial view. You just don't get a view of, you know, what what his real height is like. I, in, yeah, the other day, in fact, uh, once again, spontaneous here. Um, I saw him. He was walking next to our large friend, Ben Matukowicz. Moose Henderson, in other words. Uh, you know, these Bens, they seem to be freakishly tall. But, you know, Ben's always been, you know, towered over me. He's someone who, like, I could barely tell how tall he was. But Ben Shapiro came walking over, and literally his foot was so tall, it was like his foot alone was bigger than Ben's entire body. And when he took his second step, he actually stepped on Ben and killed him. It was like the jolly green giant had just walked into the room, you know? It was. It was terrifying. Um... I mean, not really. I mean, I'm sure Ben was a leftist, so he probably deserved it. But, uh, you know, big Ben Shapiro, our boss, uh, you know, all great, all powerful. Thank you, Ben. Yes, uh, praise be to you, Ben. Uh, Oh, great one. And we we appreciate, you know, your presence, your humanity and your largeness, your uh, largeness of character as well as physique. They say that God is in everything, but Ben Shapiro is actually just so big that I think everything is on him. Yes. Now he's, uh, well, let's just say he's got his hand in many pies, Tom. And we're really happy to be on the Daily Wire. It's really paying the bills. <laughs> we got the robots working. Um, and Chris, you missed all that. I missed a lot of things. What do you, what do you, I mean, what do you imagine in the, the month or so that you've been dead? What's changed? Where is the world right now? Oh, like the whole world or the yeah. show? No, 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 just everything. <laughs> I was to say, the show is right where I left. Imagine, like, in <laughs> no, Austin Powers. Nothing has changed. <laughs> yeah, like, in Austin exactly Powers, like... when he wakes up after three decades, he has to think <laughs> yeah. about what's happened since the swinging 60s. For you, I mean, the news moves a lot faster now than I think it did for several decades in American history, world history. Yeah. Uh, what I, do you imagine in the last... Because, like, okay. I'm extra out of the loop. The radio in my car went out, like, the actual, like, FM radio part, so I can't listen to my, like, usual driving NPR, so I, like, don't have my usual That's right. news source either. Yeah. And, like, I mean, Facebook news is crap. It. Broken so, radios, yeah. death—these are real yeah. problems when you're trying to stand up. as a robot. I mean, yeah. So, just, yeah. where do you imagine we are as a country, as a world, etc.? Uh, we're on the same steady decline we've been on for the last <laughs> four years. So, how about that? Okay. Does that, does that sound right? It sounds Succinct. right to me. Yes. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like nothing has gotten better. It slowly gets worse, and it's probably not going to stop getting worse. So we're just kind of like, you know. I think Chris is coasting. Back. Yeah. That's what I think. Will. I am coasting. <laughs> I think we we. Paid uh, a hell of a lot of money for uh, a realistic Chris bot, and uh, I think every penny was uh, went to a good cause. Yes. Tom, I think it's the magic is back. We got the man. Uh, you know, not not. You know, I mean, I'm still talking to a, uh, a an AI bot with the head of like a Macintosh desktop screen but I'll say this much you know though, Will. I mean, his presence is with us Tom. he's got about see. six young women on either side of him right now. So I mean, the magic is back. It's working. Yeah, we do have we do have like a whole entourage of uh, of like lingerie models. I guess it came with the Chris bot. I don't know if 
It's one of the yeah. Patreon bonuses. Once they, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, wow. once, once they took the brain out, it's just like the women flocked to him. It's been <laughs> really bizarre. That's what stopped yeah, development for so long is they had to start peeling me- them off of the robot body. <laughs> is that what it was? Yes. I mean, yeah, that would that would make sense given the context. Yeah, you um, know, this reminds me of a Vice News uh, documentary I saw one time. Yeah. All right. Good talk. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> Well, that's about it. Okay, I, mean, it's yeah. just... I mean, I feel like we all know exactly what it is, even though none of us know what the headline probably is. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it. Yeah. Sexual attraction, robots, something about brains. Who knows? Like, you know. Some sort of drugs thrown in there as yeah, well. Right. But you don't take them the usual way. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, brother. Well, but, uh, so uh, as usual, if you want to call in and quiz the Chris bot, quiz bot, would Chris beat Watson in Jeopardy? <laughs> Uh, I, I did, think you would beat him in bingo, Tom. I did, but, I did uh, solo Jeopardy. trivia last night. I got fourth place. Nice. So out of like nine, but still, yeah. Not bad. I did all right, yeah. Was that a Bergen? Yeah. Nice. I forgot it was like trivia night. I just went over there to like trade food with the boss over there, and I was just chilling, having a beer, and all of a sudden, John Box like, who's here for trivia? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Might as well be. What was your team name? Uh, Three Musketeers. That's my, that's, my, that's my solo team name. <laughs> I think it's clever, but yeah. Isn't it cute, Will, that they've given this bot some memories? Yes. He thinks he's been living. Makes it more human, you know. <laughs> he thinks it's people. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I mean, a lot of stuff has happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, notably, the, on Sunday, the Oscars happened. The oh yeah, ninety third, I think Oscars. You, I remember uh, forever ago when John Stewart was hosting the Oscars. He was making a joke about how Oscar had just turned eighty, therefore he would be a great candidate for president. And that was a joke at the time. And now look where we are. Ah. We got uh, a bunch of old people either running for government or uh, in government. So I guess right on the nose. 80 was, uh, you know, 80 is like the average right now, I think. Yeah, 80 is the new 40, apparently. I get. I hope when I'm 80, I still feel like, like doing running anything. for president. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so uh, it was actually a crazy night at the Oscars. It was possibly the most interesting Oscars that's ever happened in our lifetimes. Uh, weirdly, one that was almost entirely without controversy, except for idiots. People mad that a Korean guy won something? Well, like, usually it's the smart people who are mad about the Oscars. Yeah. This it's, time, it was an opposite. Yeah, it's weird, it was, yeah. It's kind of bizarre. I'm surprised they didn't come up and be like, Moonlight gets best picture. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd made that joke before that it's like maybe uh, we should just have Warren Beatty come out and give the wrong uh, every movie one. Yeah. every single time. <laughs> every year he said it's La La Land. Emma Stone for La La Land. Yeah. <laughs> like it's either like a, a hellish punishment where he can never escape that embarrassment <laughs> or it's a loving tribute. That, and I can't tell which. That's like his purgatory is just wrongly announcing everything <laughs> over and over and over again. Like imagine how he felt. Poor, poor confused old Warren Beatty. <laughs> They're escorting him off the stage. Like, you just messed up best right, picture. A bunch of people come shuffle him out there, pat him on the back. Like, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, you think That's... Damien Chazelle went and just beat up Warren Beatty that night? <laughs> well, we haven't heard from him since, so possibly. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I bet Warren Beatty is like, uh, it's like misery in Damien Chazelle's house. He's got <laughs> yes. Warren Beatty bedridden, and he's slowly chained, tortured. Chained, chained up to the bed. Like, he time, broke his ankle. Yeah, time to break your knees or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Anyway, but the Oscars were actually exciting and good, and it was weird. Like, it was kind of like the best-case scenario, which I don't think has ever happened We had a Oscars. good year for movies, I think. I would say we so. We did, but then who? even when there's a good year for movies, when do the Oscars get it right? 
Uh, well, usually okay. So was was there an Avengers movie this last year? Yes. Okay, it didn't nominate for crap, right? Except for like maybe like visual effects. effects. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, real. there wasn't anyone being like, "Oh, Endgame needs to win Best Picture," you know? So I mean, I feel like stuff like that not being in the mix helped. Uh, That's true. Yeah, I heard um, Robert Downey Jr. was on Stern, and they were talking about uh, doing an Oscars campaign, and he said that Disney wanted to go all out and do a big Oscar campaign Why? for the last Iron Man performance. Uh, yeah. And he oh. said his response was, Let, let's not. Yeah, well, it's not that good. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a good movie. Did you sit through it? I didn't sit through no, it. No. You sat through, what did you sit through recently? There was some movie you were texting about. I don't remember what it was. A bad movie Was it Knives Out or was it something else? I did watch Knives Out. It, the second It. That's oh, what it man, was. it was yeah. bad. I told you it was bad. Wasn't I'll it, say this. Wasn't it funny, though? <laughs> like, wasn't it a, like, it was, a surprisingly funny movie? <laughs> it was trying to be funny, like, <laughs> certainly. Um, well, yeah, okay, yeah, It 2 was bad. Knives Out, I was not a big fan of. It was probably better than It 2, yeah. uh, if only because it was an hour shorter. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I've been trying to go through and watch a couple of those movies that I was too cynical to sit through. Uh, I still have not made it to Jojo Rabbit, and I don't know if I ever will. Yeah, I don't know if I will either. He did win, though, uh, which I felt was like a great you know, tip of the cap to him. So we'll see, hopefully, more work from uh, Taiko Waitito. <laughs> Okay, the, the other famous Chris South FAI goes back. I guess. The other, the other famous South Korean director. Oh God! <laughs> oh, what man. a night for Bong, though, right? It, <laughs> yeah. I, the Oscars, uh, I pretty much call it, you know, the Parasite Awards because um, that guy just wiped the table with everybody else, huh? Did you, I, did you see the picture of him holding the two Oscars up like they're kissing? like Barbie's yeah. making out? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I had a kick out of that. I, uh, somebody made the joke on Twitter, and it, it's probably the best uh, word play you're going to get out of this. Was something like. How can Parasite win the Oscars if there's no host? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, no, it won best. Uh, they've changed it to international feature or something like that uh, instead of foreign film. Oh, okay. Because it's – I mean, is there even such thing as, like, a foreign film anymore? Well, I mean, like, like – it's like Technically – The not, word foreign seems a bit edgy, you know. I mean, like international have, sounds a bit more um, well-rounded. Kind of. I mean, 1917 uh, basically would be a foreign film because it's English, so I don't know where that falls in anything. But anyway, Parasite wins that. So, the, I mean, the conventional wisdom going into the night was if it wins international feature, it's probably not going to win um, picture. Because Surely. That's basically what happened with Roma. Roma won last year, and then Green Book got picture. Roma got director. And so a lot of people were saying it's probably going to be something similar to that, where it would be... Um, 1917 would be like the easy movie to win Best Picture, maybe Best Director. It didn't win a lot of the Guild Awards. But no, Parasite sweeped. Yeah, screenplay, director, picture, international feature. Wow. It was awesome. It was Dang. really exciting. Like, and it was one of the only times I've ever seen everybody in that room just genuinely excited. Like, yeah. people rooted for this movie. It was the underdog. Everyone loves it, except Ben Shapiro, our boss, <laughs> our lovely tall boss. Yes. Uh, well, you know, we don't want to. Don't tread on him. me, Ben. Don't tread on me. I know you're tall. <laughs> Let me, uh, hey, hey, Chris Bot, do you have like a, a a sound muffler thing? Can you turn off the waves if he's recording us and we can, you know, talk, not talk bad about our boss, certainly, but maybe about some, uh, some of the libs? Oh, thank you. Okay. So he's got that going. So I do want to read, uh, like in an incognito window right now. Yeah. Chris well, Bot. Yeah. Yes. Well, so let's do this quick before Chris I mean, Bot's fa- face, Facebook can still see what we're doing, but. So long as our boss can't. Okay, yes, no. so, all right, it's still up, right? Yep. Okay, so here was our, our lovely tall boss's take on Parasite. And I was I was actually kind of, the next day, I 
was looking for like what what are the stupid Oscar takes because there almost always are a lot of them and I really had trouble finding very many. I mean, most of them, like Fox News was mad that somebody mentioned Karl Marx in a speech or something like that. And I'm like, Jeez. if that's the worst, then uh, there's not a whole lot of outrage. Everyone seems okay with it. And then a couple of days after the Oscars, and I love that it took him two days to come up with this. Ben Shapiro tweets, "Here's my hot take on Parasite. It's well made, well crafted, and well acted, and also just not that good." I'm not sure what the message is supposed to be. Capitalism is bad because if the, for, if the poor family were rich, they wouldn't be con artists and murderers. The premise that capitalism is the root of sin is simply assumed and never proved. I felt the same way about Snowpiercer, which assumed the point it was trying to prove rather than trying to prove it. Thanks, Snowpiercer. Wow. About Intellectual <laughs> words from our uh, big-brained boss. Basically, he's mad that it won't debate him. He's mad the premise is the premise of the movie, is what I understand there. Well, it's it's like, he's mad that like the concept of the movie is not his personal belief. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> it's like, right. yeah. Well, he's like, it It didn't prove its point. It's, it's, seriously, he treats everything like an object that will debate him, like yeah. a person that will engage in an argument yeah. with him. It's like, why does that to prove a point? It's, it's telling a, a story about poor yeah. people and rich people. Yeah. It, it, it was kind of funny, too. He admits, he's like, wow, what a great movie. But, yeah. you know. It was well made, well acted, but I don't like it. Contractually, I can't like an anti-capitalism movie. Yeah, so right. Yes, but I did like it. I would I just should. interject with that, really. Actually, I'll start the tweet with that. I really loved the whole movie, but then I, I didn't like it. The fact that it took him two days to tweet that is very funny to me. It's like he's sitting there for two days with a notebook, and he's like, "Once he figures oh, out, how can I how can I frame this in a way that's the negative catch? to this movie? What what did I miss? How it must be bad. It can't be right." Like he's just freaking out. He's he's pulling out his Adam Smith and his Ayn Rand, and he's like, "What what what? Bong can't be better than them." He's listening to Ayn Rand in the bath with like headphones on, just <laughs> oh, trying to calm himself down. He's got you know, like personal uh, recordings of himself screaming the long John Galt 70-page <laughs> speech at the end of Atlas Shrugged yes. over and over again. This is better than Parasite, right? Uh, my favorite part of the tweet, though, is at the end. There's the third one in the, in the tweet uh, thread. It says that I felt, the, I felt the same way about Snowpiercer, which assumed, the point was try- which assumed the point it was trying to prove rather than trying to prove it. And just that's that's how what a premise is though. Well, to picture Ben Shapiro watching this stupid train action movie, yeah, it's like Chris Evans crying about eating a baby at the end, and he's <laughs> right, like, yeah. "This movie's not." I forgot this about that scene. This doesn't disprove capitalism sufficiently. Right. It's like Ben Shapiro. This is a dumb movie. It's just a setup. It all, down? it all existed for a setup to have people on a train <laughs> killing each other. It's like get over it. This <laughs> like, movie is stupid. I, lo- I love that movie though. It's fun. It's stupid but it's in dumb. like the best kind of way. Like it's a good stupid. For he's. Sure. Acting like that's some kind of work of political, uh, you know, like ideology or something <laughs> yeah. that's like directly critiquing him. It's, I love that scene where they pull out like the tray of eggs and there's guns in and like this wheelbarrow full of eggs. It's just so dumb. <laughs> I don't know. You know who played the Korean guy that they wake up to go uh, help save the day? Oh, I think so. Yeah, the the old guy who's like sitting in the back. The one uh, that they have to like they pull him out of. It looks like uh, like a morgue or something. They pull him out on a drawer. It's that, it's that, Margaret that, Cho, right? No, it's not Margaret. Was that Cho. the guy that was in the basement? In a, no, no, it was the dad from Parasite. Oh, okay. He just looks I'm trying very to remember. I, I, I haven't watched that movie in years. But ben yeah. Shapiro remembers. Yeah, I bet he does. Ben Shapiro's like. Uh, well, I'm surprised he didn't say anything about Okja. That's the much more political movie Okja by that was guy. Very political. That's incredibly. Yeah. I only sat through half of it, but I thought the funniest Okja was so sad. The funniest part of that movie, at least in the first half that I saw, was when you see Paul Dano in a ski mask and you immediately go, that's Paul Dano. 
Like, you don't even see his face, but you just see his eyes. You're like, oh, yep, there he is. <laughs> I'm like, is that Paul Dano? I like Dokcha. <laughs> I will say it did not have enough of Paul Dano, like, squealing on the ground to someone <laughs> beat him <laughs> to a pulp. But it was, it was just one of those things where it's like somehow, even with, like, a ski mask covering this guy's entire head, you see his eyeballs, and you're like, yep. I didn't know Paul Dano was in the movie, but there he is. <laughs> I think Okja, if I had to pick, like, what's the most in- impressive thing that Bong Joon-ho has ever done? Is he made a movie about a big CGI pig thing. Pig. And it made me so sad. <laughs> yeah. It got to me so, like, it hit me so hard that I don't think I could ever watch it again. Uh, which, who would have thought that could happen? Right. Uh, you hate, like, animal movies. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's got everything I should hate Homeward in Bound is not your favorite movie. No, no. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. All right. Will, well, suffice us to say, I, th- I think this film probably went over Ben Shapiro's uh, tall head. But um, yeah. I gotta say, Ben Shapiro as like the the intellectual wing of the right is just his movie take. Like, let's even leave out the politics. We don't need to go there. But just like purely on his movie takes alone, he sounds like a stupid person. Just every he time, he, every time he talks about movies, I'm like, oh my god, this guy's supposed to be smart. His tweet is contradicting itself within the first 150 characters. So I don't understand where what he's trying to prove. He's like, um, I liked it, but then I didn't like it because I didn't like it. It's it's like, okay, Ben, you got to sort of, I mean, either talk about what you did like and uh, what you didn't like in more detail or just, you know, don't shoot yourself in your tiny little foot. Come, come debate me, Bong Joon-ho. Debate me, Bong Joon-ho. And Bong Joon-ho is like, Great, great award. Thank you. <laughs> great honor. Thank you. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of interesting, um, honorable things, I uh, got an early uh, early viewing of the French Dispatch trailer. Um, oh, Wes, yeah. Wes just cc'd me on one of these uh, emails. Yes, uh, I also have seen the French Dispatch trailer. Um, oh, really? Oh, okay. Chris F A I go. Has that been uploaded into your consciousness? Nope. Ah. Well, mm. so is it, is it, let me let me ask you this yeah. before Will and I get into it. It's the new Wes Anderson movie. Um, it stars Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, <laughs> Francis McDormand, Adrian Brody, <laughs> Jason Schwartzman, <laughs> yes. Bob Balaban, uh, Sir Sharonin. Oh, okay. Um, Did we say Owen Wilson already? Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh, is Owen Wilson in it? Yep. He still does movie things? Occasionally. Okay. Wallace Woldarski. I don't know that one. Um... And, you know, everyone else every, who's ever been every, in a yeah. Wes Anderson movie, except Luke Wilson. Um, also, I didn't see any um, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I wonder what, wonder what Jeff's up to these days where he, he's snubbing uh, Wes Anderson. A, doesn't work. he have like a Disney Plus TV show now or something? Oh, yeah, he oh. does. Yeah. Um, oh, and also. The man, man, a Mangalorian. Willem <laughs> Dafoe. Uh, well, and that's then, a new one. Okay, so I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, interesting. No Ed Norton. Someone hands someone a phone. It's Ed Norton's voice. Hello. Yeah. So it's got everybody. Um, let me ask you this, Chris. Yes. What do you give me? Give me your pitch. What What do you think the trailer was like? What's it about? I bet it looks like the trailer for the Grand Budapest Hotel. Explain. It's the, probably the exact same tra- trailer, but they changed yeah, the colors. Yeah, no, no, no. Like I mean, I'm looking for people. specifics here. What, uh, a lot of short little quippy thing and some guy going like, I doing the thing, you know, and it's like, I did this for this and blah, blah, blah. And like, I don't know. I mean, I imagine it's just a bunch of quirky tracking shots and a too much symmetry and a bunch of directly staring down at pieces of paper or like how many mustaches uh seven i mean out of I mean, 10 out of seven seven out of all the people that have a mustache all of even them tilda mustaches. has a mustache i mean um bill murray at least has a mustache i'm sure schwartzman probably has a mustache just because schwartzman with a mustache is funny um 
I'm trying to think who else has a mustache. Is oh, it Timothy Chalamet in it? Oh, hold on, everybody. Medium roast, you're on the air. Who is it? Medium roast, you're on the air. I am calling in to protest this unfair treatment of Ben Shapiro. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy. Uh, Chris, turn yeah, back. I'll, on turn, the, I'll turn on the, the Ben Block. Ben Block. Yeah, Ben Block is that guy. All right, uh, who who is this? Who's calling? This is Arch Stanton. Arch Stanton. Ah, good old. Good old. <laughs> yes, our uh, good old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arch, so what, what is it you feel was uh, unfair about the treatment? Well, what I think he was trying to convey in the tweet is it's a well-made motion picture, but I didn't think it was very good. And I thought you guys, <laughs> medium roast, could understand being technically proficient and not very good. Um, but that was a good movie, though. Technically proficient, but not very good. But the, the reason why he says it's bad is because it won't debate him, I think, is where we were mad. Um, he's saying that the movie, for it to be good, has to prove a point, which I disagree with. I, I think you've proven that, Tom. The, the movies don't have to have a point at all to them. <laughs> yes, that's I, yeah. That's my that's, entire... Uh, that, that's, what's, wow. that's what keeps me going. That's my whole thing. That, hurt, that, uh, that really hurts, Arch. Look, no, he cuts, un- cuts Arch, un- Will Arch understands our work in a way no one ever has. They're always telling us, I didn't understand. I don't get what the point was. What was it? Uh, you know, and he's brought- Arch says there was no point. Arch brings, you guys uh, are looking into it too much. A healthy dose of nihilism to the whole affair. That's what it's, yeah. Tom, you're, it, it's your cynicism balancing off Will's optimism <laughs> and his whimsy. And, uh, and, Chris, whimsy. And, and Chris's anarchy. Yes. I would say Chris's persnickettiness. Oh, okay. Do you have some- okay, Walt Whitman, calm down. Now, Arch, uh, Arch, you usually have a few pointed questions you want to ask Chris, and I know you haven't gotten a chance to talk to him in a while, oh, so no. I'm just going to hand it over to you two, and I want to see what happens. Well, I missed the big explanation. What happened to Chris? I didn't catch the beginning of the show. Uh, when he was missing, presumed, presumed dead, what happened? Nope, not presumed. I mean, he, he we had... We read off the police report in a few uh, previous episodes, and um, right. the whole situation was spelled out in clear detail. Chris went flying through the windshield of a car um, with 15 women in the in the passenger seat. Not to mention the, the 30 seat. women in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, it's so like it was a, cl- a clown car of women. It's like Hideaway, Jeff Goldblum's best movie ever. <laughs> yes, based on the Dean Koontz classic. Um, yeah, so I don't know if, I mean, Chris is, he's back at it. You know, there's, uh, you know, no shorter, no shortage of women around him right now as we speak. So, I mean, Arch, I don't know if you have any questions you want to throw at him. I know you're always so curious about his life. I am curious about his love life. Chris, how is your love life going? Going well. <laughs> oh boy. Nope. There, we, there we go. Let me turn Feel free him to elaborate. Yeah. What? Feel free to elaborate. The audience wants to know. <laughs> Tom, can you flip the uh, the elaboration switch? I think he's still on the uh, concise let mode. Me, uh, let me just grab a drill here. Um, <laughs> all right, so let me go. So is that how we fix it? We just drill drill holes into the head of the... All right. Seems should untechnical. Be, yeah. Should be good to go now. All right, so Chris, how's your love life? It's been going great. I've been happily seeing someone for a while now. Okay, nice. but What's wrong with her? <laughs> That's I haven't fi- I've not figured it out yet. So far, not much. So, hold on. Let me let me let me mess with this a little bit more. I'm, I'm not liking what we're seeing here. All right. <laughs> okay. No, so, not there. Chris, I gotta ask you. We got we got this whole long story, almost yeah. a diatribe, I would say, yes. about trivia night. 
Do you have any rebuttals here? I mean, does Tom was totally disrespecting you, right? Yeah, probably. We were honoring the memory. Uh-huh. Okay, let's just oh straighten oh that. Oh, boy. It's a fight night now. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So uh, what, what, what happened? I mean, like, you were pulling your weight. You were saving the team <laughs> yeah. from utter disgrace. Well, and now, then now, now I'm my own Tom team. Treating uh, I also just tend to work weekday nights, so it's kind of hard for me to oh, do man. that kind of thing. Arch, he's, he's diplomatic. Yeah. He's restrained. He I don't know. Something happened when you lobotomized me with that power drill. Let me try again. Hold on a second. <laughs> let me let me go back at it. That's so loud. You know, maybe if we use a power saw, we could get like better go. results. Yeah. Well, okay, this is really exciting, Chris. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> hey, I'm doing what I can. <laughs> Arch. I am answering the questions. All right. Arch, you still haven't seen Parasite, but you're calling in complaining about us complaining about Ben Shapiro complaining about it? That's exactly right. Uh, this Ben Shapiro bashing has gone on far too long. What's your favorite Ben Shapiro quote? <laughs> I am six feet tall. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> oh, boy. What's, what, the whole, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Arch. Go ahead. The Pierce Morgan debate did make me laugh. The way he came out with guns blazing, standing on the graves of dead children. That made me laugh. My favorite Pierce Morgan memory is the one where he says, what's the Pythagoras theorem? And then he proceeds to uh, misquote or misremember the pi, the numbers of pi. Just looks like a complete dolt on TV. I don't even think pi factors into that, does it? I know. It's, I, uh, I, I don't know what pi has to do with Pythagoras. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. So, uh, Arch, what do, you, what do you think the odds are that Ben Shapiro is pulling an Alex Jones on all of us, only he's going, instead of for the completely uneducated, he's trying to go for the mildly educated. Um, but, like, what are the odds he's actually some kind of uh, very lefty, sort of like traditional, uh, you know, rich guy who just, you know, he doesn't actually need to believe any of this, but he's like, I can play this character of this small <laughs> Jewish intellectual who loves Netanyahu and is so conservative. I mean, what what do you think? You think there's honesty in that? Oh, I think it's probably 50-50. I think he, he probably is playing a character. I, mean, I, I think that's absolutely what's going on. And you think he studied, like, elves from Lord of the Rings to get into <laughs> character? <laughs> I think he's probably studied Rush Limbaugh, Howard Stern. Oh, man. Play characters. I would love... If... It came out that Ben Shapiro is a big Howard Stern fan. I don't. That would kind of blow my mind. I can see somewhere, somewhat where that would go, but their styles are just so radically different. Uh, that'd be hilarious if he loves Stern. I think. I'm trying to think of the lady, the the, the hardcore lady conservative who always writes books. Uh-oh. Um, and Coulter. And Coulter. Yeah. And Coulter. Supposedly, she's all 100 percent an act. Will, I believe you've had several trysts with Ann Coulter. Is there any truth to that? Oh, yeah, it's definitely an act. Um, you know, in, you. in the midst of passion, she said something about, you know, Karl Marx. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's sort a, of when she hit the climax. She, I, I she was actually, like, my she, God, and you know, this is really She accidentally quite... call you Bernie? <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Uh, that would have probably uh, been bad, honestly. I, I don't I don't want to be called Bernie in the sack. When do you want to be called Bernie? <laughs> On the streets. Probably at, uh, <laughs> On the streets, I don't know. but not in the streets. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, th- I think of you as Bernie on the streets and Jeb Bush in the sheets. Ooh, exclamation point. <laughs> Ouch, uh, Arch. I um, Well, I do take that as a compliment because I don't know if you've seen the ferocity with which Jeb Bush has attacked some uh, 
fried pork chops at an Iowa State fair. Let me tell you, though, he really goes at it. I could just see you saying, please, please clap at the end of your performance in, in the sack. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you this, uh, Arch. Uh, Ann Coulter was uh, doing more than clapping. Okay. She was writing a book about Trump. <laughs> Doing it? That's amazing. Well, no time to, you know. So, Arch, uh, we were just about to get into talking about this uh, Wes Anderson movie, The French Dispatch. Did you watch the trailer? I saw the trailer. What are your thoughts? It seems very Wes Anderson-like, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's that's been his thing, is he's just... There, I don't think there's any. He's ripping himself off at this point. There is no other ins- inspiration in the world uh, from the past ten years that has gotten into his head. I think he is just he's, completely uh, insular. He's gone full Tim Burton. Kind of. Well, it's like you Tim know? Burton minus even the sellout element. It's like yeah. Tim Burton's like, yeah, I'll do a Dumbo, whatever. Uh, Wes Anderson <laughs> has not gotten to that point. I don't. <laughs> Can really you guess. imagine? Would you watch a, a Wes Anderson Dumbo movie? I don't think we're or, that uh, far off, but he's. It's not. Path- it's know, not that pathetic okay. yet. If they were gonna have him do one of their fake live action movies, they should have given him that Lady in the Tramp thing. He already did It'd one. Be a like, of dogs. Dog. Yeah. Well, but, but like, there's there's know, a romantic. there's a female lead, so I don't know if that was gonna fly with oh, him. Oh yeah. Oh. I don't know. I think he's more uh, akin to Lynch right now, isn't he? Um, yeah, just I like go that far. In the sense so that far, so far up at your own ass. Yeah, I think, I'd say that's fair. Oh, sure. Oh, you know what, Chris? What you loved Isle of Dogs so much? You loved the monkey oh, film. Oh no, Chris? I thought never mind. No, I don't know. I thought I thought never mind. I misunderstood what was happening there. He's saying like you know <sighs> Lynch. Yeah, is entirely 100% Lynch right now. Yeah, and there is nothing else well, going in. His, There's no his, input. It's all export of just himself. I think his stuff's all like pretty varied and w- differently weird, though. Like, I'd say yeah, that, that's you know, true. There is more variation there, in the no, filmmaking of yeah. David Lynch than Wes Anderson. I mean, I, I loved. Have you watched the stupid little short thing no. yet? What happened? Was it what happened to Jack or what did Jack do? Something like that. It's it's so dumb. No, I refuse to watch this thing that he stole from Will and I. You, it, it, it's it, true. We wanted to do a chimp <laughs> film long before he even shot this, Ima- I, I, Ima- I would imagine. Imagine you guys made your chimp film starring David Lynch, and that's basically it. It's only 15 minutes long. You should give it a shot. It's, it's a personal it's, thing. It's, it's not a runtime You thing. would love it just because it's – you could literally CGI in Will Forge in there, and it would be the exact same thing. That's why I can't watch it. Uh, that's it's amazing. The, you diagnosed it. It's amazing. No, but I mean uh, – Arch uh, is, you know, he's a smart man. He likes the good Wes Andersons, but everybody in the world except for us loves Wes Anderson now. It's like yeah. once he became popular, uh, you know, it was like, what, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Moonrise Kingdom is when people really started liking him. I think that's when we all were like, yeah, I don't know about this anymore. This seems yeah. kind of dumb. Uh, I never sat through, uh, what is it, Grand Budapest? I haven't watched any of the newer ones. You're over here defending him. You're like, oh. We, well, I, thought, I, thought, I, I thought you were talking crap about Lynch. So I was oh. like, no, I like David Lynch. So I was like, hey, now. Oh, so like, Arch, I, I, I was saying it was an unfair comparison to do that because I was like, hey. Arch, yeah. Chris will hear no complaint about David Lynch. I think you two might be able to fight about this. Yes. Well, I think after watching Dougie, the character Dougie, that, uh, uh, Lynch and uh, Wes Anderson will probably have the, you know, the best comp, you know, the same comedic silence. I, I I love the saga of Dougie Jones. Oh boy! <laughs> I think it's one of the best things. Arch I've just ever slammed on the brakes <laughs> yeah. and is turning around to come beat you up. Oh my god! He's gonna drag I, you back I, to Canada. I loved that. Honestly, I was never so happy as when he finally talks again, and you're like, "Oh my god, he's back!" You know, but just having to sit through like 16 episodes of the Mitchum Brothers or whatever. Call for help! <laughs> like just every time, I loved oh it. It was amazing. I yeah. I got a question. 
So, is it every Wes Anderson movie just sort of like the Wes Anderson <laughs> Christmas special at this point? Yeah, There's a like he's just bringing on everybody he knows. It's just sort of like that feel good. Everybody's involved. It's I would go even kind further of vibe. Than I'd say every Wes Anderson movie is like that awkward twenty year reunion special from a beloved TV show. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a friends reunion, yeah. but just with a different twist. Yeah, everybody comes back for two seconds. It's really forced. Someone it's hates awkward. their dad. You, you know, know like maybe like, they're they've gotten more talented in some ways. Like technically, he's still a very good filmmaker, but he's just got nothing to say. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good way to diagnose it. I wonder. I mean, he seems to like sort of like industries lately. So we got the hotel biz. We got the newspaper biz. Yeah. What do you think his next movie is going to be? Sort of like the radio biz. What was the newspaper one? The French Dispatch. The, oh, the this, okay. Up. I was like, wait a minute. The dog business. The puppy farm. Well, the puppy farm <laughs> business. How many dogs do you think will die in this one? Ah, uh, two. Okay. He always seems to kill at least one dog or a small human. Or it's one or the other. How many small humans have died in this At least movies? one. Which one? At least uh, one Dar- homunculus. Darjeeling? Dog. Yeah, Darjeeling. That was the dog in that that's... movie. Did they, the, the little Indian boy was the dog? Literally, they used him as the random emotional, <laughs> we're just going to kill this one thing to make you feel bad all of a sudden. And it's like, I mean, he's done it in all the movies, it seems like. like I, does Owen know. Wilson count as a little human in Life Aquatic? <laughs> he dies. He dies in Life Aquatic? I don't remember that. <laughs> oh my God, Chris. <laughs> I think I've watched the movie once. Like, um, yeah. Royal Tenenbaum is the little dog in the Royal Tenenbaums. The little dog was little, also the little dog. The little the dog. Tenenbaum. Royal Tenenbaum is the little human. Who <laughs> yeah, dies. yeah. Um, uh, no, well, they, they they kill. Yeah, they kill the dog in Royal Tenenbaums too. They just randomly <laughs> they run it over. They don't even show you what happened. They're like, oh man, I killed the dog, and you're like, oh what? <laughs> Folks, the strange film analysis of Chris Fago is back. I'm, yes, I'm pleased to let here. you know. It's here. The, the completely this un- AI go bot was worth every penny, Tom. <laughs> the the completely unpredictable ramblings of Chris Fago. Have they returned. killed the small robotic quadruped in that movie. It's not fair. Oh man! All right, not to not to pivot too much here, Tom. But uh, I do have a question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, have you guys heard of this intermittent fasting thing? Yeah, it's what is it? Sixteen hours you go without eating? Yeah, you just take like a day off from eating. But it's like oh, I heard I heard it could be more. I heard it you could I do mean, like forty eight hours. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. I've I guess done you can like a choose. whole day every once in a while. I think it's good for you. I feel I usually feel pretty good afterwards. Chris is be, you know between the all meat diet and I, the I, inter- I intermittent <laughs> fasting and the horse tranquilizers. Chris is feeling better than ever. Ba- basically, Tom just forgets to plug me in once every couple days or so, and then that's my intermittent fasting. Is, so long yeah. as you give Chris his dose of tranquilizer and, and a pound of raw meat, he's good. Did Arch leave? Do we lose Arch? Arch is just he's crazy. Oh, he's just, oh, there he is. I was like, it's just dormant. I was like, he hasn't blurted out something stupid yet. He's like, mourning he over the fact that you <laughs> said you love Dougie Jones. <laughs> Dougie Jones, Mr. Jackpots. Arch, what are your thoughts on intermittent <laughs> fasting? You know, I'm actually, I'm actually going to go the opposite way here. We're, I'm pulling into a steakhouse in just a minute. Oh, I plan on having Texas Roadhouse. Copious amounts of Texas with Roadhouse. A wish from Texas Roadhouse. Now, are you, you going to eat your body weight uh, steak? What is it? Tim Hortons Steakhouse. Tim Hortons Steakhouse. Their flagship location. Um, I'm testing out the socialized medicine. We're going to see how well it does. Applebee's? No, you're more of a Chili's guy. You're a Chili's guy. I don't know what Chris is trying to go for. Is there a punchline? I I can't tell. The punchline was Abe at a Chili's. I don't get it. (laughs) Just some robot joke? What? Anyway... (laughs) Will, you got to help me here. I don't, I, know, I, I don't know what I, to do with I wanna this. See where, I want to see where it goes. Yeah, Chili's. <laughs> I don't know. I just Jeez. I just, I just, just picture Arb at a Chili's eating some fajitas <laughs> with a side of baby back ribs and hitting, margarita. Hitting, 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 scrolling through his Twitter feed and hitting like on a Ben Shapiro post about Parasite. 
Arch, you want to you want to rebuttal on that one? Arch, surely it's more interesting than that. <laughs> well, I am a barbecue snob. I couldn't eat their baby back ribs. Wow. Fair enough. You guys forget where, you guys forget where I come from, Omaha boys. You don't know where, anything about barbecue. Uh, wh- uh, where in Canada do they have good barbecue? They don't. It's a tragedy. I've had to make my own. Oh well, there you go. Darn, perfecting it at home. I bet Arch wears uh, you know uh, an apron all day long now. You would tell you something, uh, uh, Tom. Uh, I've been baking my own bread lately, and there's nothing more gratifying than making your own How? bread. You don't even like live at a home. You just kind of like hop around from Ooh. country to country. Skeptical like, Chris when, is back. When you find time to bake a loaf of bread, <laughs> Chris <laughs> has gone from not believing you're in Europe to not believing you bake bread. Like, between your dogs barking and your trips to Europe, when is there time to bake a loaf of bread? <laughs> hey, I made banana bread earlier, and it was freaking delicious. <laughs> Have you yeah. made? Uh, uh, I, I'm- Okay. Uh, you masculines, uh, you uh, paragons of masculinity. I have to leave now. Okay, well, Arch, uh, right. his little buzzer thing is going off. Have fun at Chili's. Uh, Chris is really laughing as he yeah. imagines you at Chili's, so I, I hope it's as funny as he thinks it is. Canadian Chili's. <laughs> hey, Arch, from one barbecue boy to the other, you enjoy those ribs, okay? <laughs> mm. All, right. All right, thanks. All right, have a good one. Okay, well. Um, our favorite caller. Our right. only caller. <laughs> anyone else <laughs> favorite by default <laughs> does anyone else want to uh get laughed at by chris with strange non sequiturs call I'll, in I'll at 402 509 i'll tell you which chain restaurant is right for you this, chris has gone from vice to buzzfeed now. <laughs> yes you don't have to answer all right questions. which uh which disney prince am i chris fago <laughs> you are don't say aladdin come on <laughs> no <laughs> is he a prince i guess he becomes a fake poser i don't know if he's a prince he's becomes uh, he's he, like, a he like cheats to be a prince he cheated because he married into it no he's like i want to be a prince he wished for he told uh what is oh. it robin williams he wants to be a prince and he's like wait hold on a second who oh, doesn't shit? cheat into being a prince you're either born into it or a magical genie gives it to you they're both fake yeah so what? i mean Blood, so, he, so, he still cheated, so, he, so he still cheated i mean if you tell me the only way to get there is cheating and i say he's cheating i'm still right right I guess, but I'm just saying, like, bloodline does not mean you've earned it. There's nobody who earns being a prince. He, he I don't know. Yeah, I don't, he, he, I he him. wasn't a prince of a <laughs> yeah. He wasn't, Overload. like, he didn't have, Quick, like. Quick, Tom, unplug it before it overheats. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me get the drill back out, everybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you I do hate- see a little smoke coming from the, <laughs> the ladies have evacuated the room. Um, I don't think, you know, this is. drill noises? I have this, is there a whole soundboard of drill noises? I have something called up. It's, it's called robot sounds, and it's just a bunch of power drills. And I did, that's, that's so funny. That's all. I didn't look at it before I started playing it on the air, so that just became the gag. I like but, it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna keep. It, it seems more like construction noises than robot sounds. <laughs> I bet if you go to construction noises, it's gonna be like a bunch of beeps and boops. <laughs> that's all I wanted. I just wanted some bleeps and some. Why bloops. did you look up bleeps and bloops then? No, I looked up robot noises. I figured, what else would it be? Bleeps and bloops. Apparently, it's power. Drills is what a robot sounds like. Have you ever owned a robot? Have I ever owned a robot? I mean, Roomba. A Roomba? <laughs> I got the two Roombas. Oh, what noise do they make? Oh, you have two Roombas. Power drill noises. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Oh. So I have a funny, funny Roomba story. Funny, funny Roomba story. Funny, funny Chris Roomba Vega. story. All right, yeah. go for it. Yeah. We uh, so we have a Roomba, uh, mostly just to sweep up the copious amounts of animal hair. Does it ever get poop on it? Oh lordy, that's where yeah, that's where I it figured, goes. Yeah. yeah, one of the dogs is not feeling well, yeah. and. I just hear my roommate screaming bloody murder upstairs. She's like, oh, my God, what the poop? Can I still not swear? What are the rules now? Can yeah, I swear? Okay. Yeah, no. So we swear I, I, I hear her screaming, oh, God, no, like freaking out. And I go upstairs, and the Roomba had, like, run over this puddle of just animal crap. 
And oh boy, puddle is quite the was, image. Yes, it was not solid. And so it was doggy diarrhea. The, the spinning rotors on the bottom really made sure to shoot it all up and down the hallway. Yep, so the yep. hallway was just like poof, splatter painted. And it's, it was it's did it look like it you know when you when you turn on the blender but you don't put the top on? Yeah, but imagine the blender was moving in a straight line down your hallway. And also, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also it's not ice cream. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a little worse. Chocolate ass cream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Feels good on the whole. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Roombas are supposed to be smart. They're supposed to learn. They're supposed Do to they? learn. That's what they tell you when you buy a Roomba. <laughs> They're supposed to learn. Learn what? It already knows all it's supposed, it's supposed to know. It's supposed to know, right? like, oh, if I get stuck in this spot, I won't go back there. It's but then it's just going to miss spots. <laughs> it's supposed to remember, like, here's where I go. It's supposed to remember room layouts to make the most efficient plan. Like, it's, it makes a map, and then it makes a specific, you know, organized, efficient way to use its battery life. Um, the Roomba we have gets stuck under the couch in the same spot every single day. Nice. Ours gets stuck on a rug all the time. It just sits there like with the rug like stuck up in it, trying to like take it with it. And then yeah, I have to say if if Roombas are what AI of the future looks like, I'm not too worried about the takeover. They're they surprisingly are, loud. They're too. about as stupid as we are. Like if that thing's rolling on your hardwood floors and you're on, like downstairs, it's just like it just sounds like someone's wheelchair is moving back and forth for hours upstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's I guess. Just like, <laughs> you guys use that. Um, you know, okay, Google, you know, and then you sort of ask it a question. I don't get that. I've never done it. It's what is useless. Like, okay. I, I've asked it so many things, and then it's like, uh, you know, so insufficient. We, it, it makes me feel much smarter, wait, no, which is I'm a done. good thing, I I'm suppose. Done. Explain this to me. What is it? The Google Home thing. What is that? It's like a little, it's like an Amazon Alexa, but Google brand. It's like that. Or, like or even the thing on your phone where you just, yeah, you know, like okay, Siri. Google, uh, play the Beatles. And you, then it says, many, oh, okay, you know. You know how many people's phones you just made, like, turn on? Like, maybe one. So if I say, okay, Google. Yeah, all of our Swedish listeners. <laughs> does it do anything if I say, okay, Google to my phone? Do you have an Android? No, I have an iPhone. No. Okay, I, I don't know. It's, don't act like I'm like, stupid. I don't know what you're talking about. You are about. stupid. You got to say Siri. Do whatever the thing is you want it to do. Yeah, Siri's you know? dumb. It's that. There you go. It's exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. What, you so get it. You get it now. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. That's what I asked you. I asked you to explain We answered like three bit. times. We're like, it's like Amazon Alexa or it's like, you know, it's that. It's that. I don't know what Alexa is. Oh, it's, it's, it's like Siri. Siri. It's Siri okay. in a circle that you put on your This is a weird show, everyone. Yeah. I don't know. No, what no, a, no, we were at a party, and this guy's like, oh, man, I got these, like, smart light bulbs. It's so cool. Watch this. He's like, hey, Google, turn the lights blue, and the lights turn blue. And I'm like, how is that helpful? Like, what is, like what is so good about it? <laughs> it's very helpful in a like, rave. The whole, point rave is, the whole point of getting that is to be like, hey, guys, look, my lights can turn blue, and then you turn it back to regular light. That's I've never, all it's there uh, for. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I've never needed to turn my lights blue in any circumstance. Well, like, I mean, you can go, like, turn the lights on, turn the lights off. But honestly, like, there's a switch for that. Like, just... Go push the switch. Could it you know? do strobe? Turn I don't, off, I don't off, know. Off, maybe. <laughs> Alexa, artificially make my light a strobe yes, light. Make, yeah. All right. Good one. Hey, Will. Good, I, have good, a, good, I will. Good I, I have a question. Yes. What's your opinion on intermittent fasting? <laughs> well, you want the long answer or the short answer? Yes, because we never got either. So give me both. All right. Well, let me let me just say this. You got to do it in the right setting. You know, if you're not <laughs> in. Um, <laughs> Are we, talking, are we talking about the same thing? Like if I was at uh, set and setting, man. It's, uh, if I was at block sixteen, I wouldn't want to be intermittent fasting. For yeah, example. No, think, no. I don't think exactly. you'd be able to. Exactly. So, that's my point. Yeah. So yeah, you want to do it in like the proper. You know, if you're going to a barbecue later uh, with a bunch of uh, Canadians, you know, people, yeah. Canadians, for example, you know, uh, you could definitely fast there. I don't think you'd miss that much. But you know, you're going to. Um, sort of like a, a Nicaraguan reunion festival, uh, they wouldn't understand why you're not eating because 
know, it's just sort of part of the culture. So just depends on the setting. So, Will, Chris. have you been encountering intermittent fasters or something? Yeah, you know, I'm part of a, a group online. Uh, we're called the uh, the IF Buddies. In, in um, vitro so we... fertilization? Mm. <laughs> no, intermittent also fasting. Fa- oh, I thought maybe you were impregnating some people artificially, but then also you like to fast. Oh. Well, that is how I make some side money. But yeah, no, I mean, we do. We also, you know, this one's particularly for, for fasting just because, you know, it, the thing is, Tom, you know, you go 10 hours without food. Maybe you're okay. Yeah. You go 12 hours. Yeah, you're all right. You go 14 hours. Uh, all right. Hunger starts to set in. You go 18 hours. And just the pangs of hunger are stabbing your stomach with a, a fury like vengeance. Um, so, you know, you just got to you just got to muscle through. I'm told that pain is your best friend in this circumstance. All right. <laughs> and it's somehow good for your body, too. You know, I, uh, I, I hear Ben Shapiro does it. Um, you know, look at his full head of hair. I, uh, I hear that Jordan Peterson has done it, um, with the exception of some occasional meat treats. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of uh, influencers are doing it nowadays as well. Um, you know, I'm just trying to be part of the current trend. So I'll keep everybody uh, posted on what happens uh, with intermittent fasting. But I'm expected to lose about 50 to 70 pounds. So it's looking good for me, guys. Has, has it, how long have you been doing it? How, how long has it been since you ate anything? Oh, uh, well, about three hours. I mean, I'm hmm. not doing it. So, yeah, you're just I starting. did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. You basically are just in between meals at this point. Like, you're not, even, you're not even fasting. It's you're a pretty average yeah. amount of time. <laughs> right. you, like, you don't eat every hour? <laughs> like, well, no, I do. Uh, so, is, the thing is, I, I fast for about 16 hours, and then during that eight-hour period, I'm just, fuck it. I'm throwing stuff in my mouth. I don't think know, that's how it's anything. supposed to work. I think you eat normally, but you just take a day off still. I mean, I mean not even a full day, you know, I'm just... Uh, this doesn't count all the, the Cheetos and the cashews along the way. I mean, do you count the time you're sleeping, though? So if you're if you're thinking 16 hours plus 8 hours of sleep, that's 24 hours, you know? Like, I think the idea is you don't eat for the 16 hours while you're awake, you go to sleep, then you eat in the morning. That's how I always thought it was. I thought it was just like a, just a straight 24-hour thing. Oh, no, I mean, I, I just don't eat when I sleep, obviously, and then when I wake up, I don't have breakfast immediately, I just go for the black coffee, you know? Mm. I'm told that's good. But um, you know, about six cups of coffee every morning to substitute for breakfast. I'm I'm getting exhausted over here, I'm doing this for about two weeks. And uh, let me just say, I don't even have enough energy to keep my eyes open at around five p.m. So it doesn't work. No, it works great. You know, the pounds have just been falling off, probably because I haven't been eating that much. But uh, I will say that you know, you, the energy levels are, um, you know, a bit down. Is that what's wrong with our show today? Oh, what's wrong with the show today? Our energy levels are a bit it's down. Ca- it's because I'm back. I thought it's. I, th- I threw off. I threw off your groove. That's no, all. no. Yeah. It, no, some, it's the. No, we, we, you just need uh, an update. We had planned this rollout for months, <laughs> and we invested a copious amount of money in this artificial intelligence. We're not so. mad. We're just disappointed. That's all. Look, I think once you, once you once we run the updates a yeah. couple times, do a yeah. virus scan, do those Windows updates for yeah. like 24 hours yeah, or so, yeah. and then yeah, you'll update for the next week. And then I'll turn you back on, and then we'll do the next <laughs> Turn show. it back off again, yeah. turn it back on. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to leave you in the basement, uh, <laughs> in the closet. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll, I'll roll you back out, do a little drilling, and we'll see how it goes next week. <laughs> um, as far as other stuff, we're in that uh, dry spell of movies, so there's not a whole lot of movie news. I will say it's interesting that Will is talking about the, the pounds dropping, 
Well, the same week, he asked me if the main character in our next film could be 270 pounds. <laughs> so, you got to lose weight if you want to gain weight. He did say he wants to do a fat suit, but I, th- I thought maybe there, there must be a little... <laughs> there's something in his mind that's like, what if I just let it all go? What if I gain a lot of weight? Will I was, I- yeah, I was thinking, you know, sort of um, Christian Bale. That's, right, that's where I was going with that, too. I was like, he's Christian Baling. Yeah, well, you know, that's... um. So won him a lot of awards, Chris. Chris bought. So I'll um, I don't know. I'll wait to see if the the Oscars are as welcoming towards uh, American Boy as they are towards Parasite. It's, it's almost like the exact opposite. So the, the question is, are they going to keep going with like film is an international medium where anything anyone can make the best movie, or are they really going to go for like the most stereotypical American movie they can find? In which case, American Boy is a decent shot. What's American? Boy? It does, yeah. It's well, just, speaking uh, of truly American movies, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is out tomorrow, uh, and uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see that movie. I I, I read a preview review of it just because they got a screener, and I was like, I got to see how bad it is. Just out of like curiosity. It's good things, right? It's all bad. <laughs> it's like they were like, could you imagine this with the not updated like character? It would be even worse than it is now. And it's like, yeah, John Ralphio. Yeah, I've heard the only the only good thing is just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey, which is like kind of to be expected, you know. The best Jim Carrey you can get right now is as the villain in a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So now that I'm paying for Showtime to watch Twin Peaks, I might watch Kidding because it's like the only other show on there that seems even remotely interesting. I haven't seen any but, of it, so right. I have no it's idea. on like season three now. I'm surprised it didn't get canceled right away, but yeah, I don't know. Sounds like guy who does a kids TV show has a mental breakdown. So yeah, sounds interesting. I'll give it a Frankie's shot. Have either? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to ask, have either of you guys seen that Doolittle movie, and would you want to? <laughs> uh, did I tell no. you, I saw there's a trailer of it uh, before something I saw, and there was this part where, I think it was Robert Downey Jr. is on like a ship that's getting attacked, what? and so like the ship Why? is blowing up around him, and he's sitting there with this gorilla, and he grabs the gorilla's hand, and he says, it's okay to be afraid. And I thought, this is a perfect oh. boo-boo Will Forte moment right here. And I want to make <laughs> that a, movie. On a boat being attacked by pirates. It's and okay then, to be afraid. <laughs> right? But also... Oh, man. <laughs> we should reach uh, out to the local zoo, Tom, and see if we can get like, a monkey wrangler for like a so, day at least. So I'm watching this, and it's definitely not supposed to be a funny part in the trailer. I burst out <laughs> laughing. I'm audibly like, oh my god. <laughs> I, I'm thinking it's you and it's boo-boo, and I can't get it out of my head for about five minutes. Uh, did you, yeah, did, well, did you see Doolittle? No, but I, I really want to. So, Why? Um, <laughs> isn't it? I funny might see that, that this weekend. Robert Downey Jr. quits the Avengers. He's got all the clout in the world. He's probably the biggest movie star there is right now. He gets fifty million dollars a movie. His first movie after Tony Stark dies is this terrible Doctor Doolittle movie. Well, he was even saying he wanted to separate himself from the Iron Man role. He's like, I want to be able to go off and do bigger, better things and not be attached to that character. And then, yeah. yeah, like the well, first thing he does better. Is, like, is literally like the worst movie he's ever made. A bunch have, of animals. Yeah, like who wanted? Like I don't know if they're just banking on that Disney thing where they're just like, let's just remake all of our old movies. But like, who the hell cares about Doctor Doolittle? Nobody. It didn't like, make any money. No, uh, it made more well, than cash. It's never made money. I don't think it's yeah. always lost money. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every single remake, like all the Eddie Murphy ones. I don't think those. I were think good. They made two at least of those, right? No, uh, I thought you were two million. You know, <laughs> like, they, made, yeah. they made a sequel. Yeah. But, you know, it did okay, I guess. I don't know. They were like, trying okay. to double down and recoup their losses in the first one, Tom. Well, what's funny though is that's like a you know medium sized budget where it's like Eddie Murphy talking to like Norm Macdonald the dog, and it's and like, like what? A it's yeah, talking, yeah. and it's just like the joke is that he looks crazy. 
somehow Robert Downey Jr. is like, what if we do a $200 million epic version of this? Yeah. With all CGI animals all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that how much money it cost? It was, yeah. It was yeah. expensive. Oh, my God. Wow. I guess he really, he must, oh, well, $175 million. Yeah, Still, close enough. Yeah. Yeah, you ran that up. Yeah. I mean, after tax. I, I don't, like, was this a passion project of his? He was like, listen, yep. guys, we need to remake Doolittle. And they were like, uh, you know, Robert, we could really get some better work for you. Uh, your name has a lot of clout. You can basically do whatever you want. Yeah. You can be in a Bong Joon-ho movie if you want next year. And they're like, and he's he's just insistent on like, no, I need to speak to animals. It'll yeah, save my, I'm gonna help tell, me save face. I'm going to tell this gorilla it's okay to be afraid as the ship <laughs> blows up. And it was probably just a dude in a suit too. So he has No, take- no, it's a full CGI. Well, gorilla. I know, but usually there's a person wearing like a thing yeah, and maybe, like, maybe, you know. Maybe. Like every once in a while, like I forgot what movie it was. I saw some like behind the scenes, like the like movies about the CGI, and someone's like petting an animal. And they're just like a guy in a green suit, and like yeah. person's like patting him on the head. And it's just well, it's like they're probably like, oh yeah, so Robert Downey Jr. will be funny. It'll be like this goofy thing where you're telling this gorilla it's okay to be afraid. He's like, no, no, it's very serious. It's very moving. There's pirates. It's, it's serious. So, it's yeah. very. It's a very or moving. Why picture. is he on a boat getting attacked? I don't know. I didn't see it. It's Doctor Doolittle. I <laughs> mean, like, it's like an epic. I don't understand. <laughs> It's like they tried to merge Pirates of the Caribbean with Eddie Murphy, Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> uh, I don't understand why he's the one who's cast in this. Like, isn't wouldn't Johnny Depp even be a better fit? Because he's kind of like that yeah. quirky guy. Like Robert Downey Jr. just plays like the asshole. You know, how, like he's not really. I don't know. How long until and you Robert think- Downey Jr. as the asshole? How the long- asshole in that one film. How long do you think until he goes back to the Avengers? Ten years. Oh, you give it ten. I give it like two. Yeah, he's think, he's gonna come back for rush. some like flashback stuff, you know, where he doesn't be in the whole movie, but it's just gonna be like you know, oh, a yeah. couple he needs scenes. A quick paycheck. Yeah, I have a feeling his career is not gonna take off that well. He is so rich, I know, but I'm just saying, I don't think he's gonna. Like Johnny Depp was able to be fifty million dollars in debt while making this much. I ho- I have to hope Robert Downey Jr. at least like saved a lot of this and could just live off the interest for the rest of his life. I can only imagine how much he'd get in like residuals from like all of the yeah, Avengers yeah. movies. Like yeah. that's a lot of movies and it's yeah, so I think he's fine. Yeah. But no, I'm just saying like, I don't think his career is going to go anywhere after this. Well, it's weird. So he hired Paul Thomas Anderson a few years ago to write a Pinocchio movie for him. Hmm. Didn't didn't really Ooh. work. I think Paul Thomas Anderson really like wrote a draft and was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm done." Like I try to help. <laughs> so I don't want to do I it. try to figure. <laughs> it out. I don't want to yeah, do it. Yeah, He's yeah, like, no, 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 you no, can't no. make this cool. I'm gonna yeah. go make a Robert. Daniel Day Lewis movie right. hey, with Paul Dano. <laughs> and then uh, then he makes this Doolittle thing. So I guess Robert Downey Jr. wants to make a bunch of epic kids movies. Which is so bizarre. Why doesn't he just go to Disney? Oh, he already is with Disney. He is with I Disney. Was, like, yeah, well, yeah. was Doolittle a Disney thing? No. Oh, okay. Weird. That was Universal, I think. Huh. It seems like it'd be a Disney thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, just with their... Yeah. If, if that just quietly was released on Disney+, Plus, probably nobody would make fun of it. Right. But that was a big release. And, uh, Have you uh, taken the plunge into Disney+, Plus yet? No. What am I going to watch on Disney+. Plus? I don't know. Smart House? Maybe, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Halloween Town 1 and 2. Yeah, no, um, good, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, surely there's something on there. I'd probably watch the Star Wars thing just to watch it, but just with how annoying the thing... Like, Mandalorian? Oh, yeah. But with how the, the, the Baby Yoda thing reminds me of the Minions, you know? Yes. When that was like the Facebook meme for like five years, and then it turned into just middle-aged like moms sharing it. Yes. Like, I feel like that's... Well, now you got the Baby Peanut. Like, every, everything's going to release a baby thing, baby you nut? know? What's the Baby Nut? 
Oh boy. Uh, Mr. Planter uh, died. And I thought I they canceled his, like, that. I sent you a grandson slash heir. <laughs> Maybe not. And then there was that beautiful picture of uh, Mr. Peanut devouring his son. What? I, I sent you. When did you send me this? Didn't I send that? Will I don't know. Yeah, you did. It was like the Goya painting. Oh, that was Google. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get this. It was supposed to be like... It, got, it probably got buried in like 20,000 messages that you guys send to the little chat. In the style of Saturn devours his That's son. That's awesome. Okay, I know that. Well, I know that painting. <laughs> but it's Mr. Peanut eating his son. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's the best piece of art that will come out of 2020, I think. <laughs> and it's only February. <laughs> and it's just meme art. That's amazing. Sadly. I need that. I need that like as my wallpaper. It's so it. funny. Yeah, <laughs> I want like a big blow up picture <laughs> like, that's framed that on thing. the wall. <laughs> like, it encaps- sounds like something that would be in Doctor Phil's house. It encapsulates our current moment of like very stupid and weird corporate choices <laughs> mixed with like an ironic rendition of classic art. Yeah. I feel like that is 2020, right? I mean, that captures it so well. Oh boy. Well, actually, uh, I don't know. Just to leave a, a bit of a good taste in the the viewers or listeners mouths um the movie uh the photograph with lakeith stanfield i'm actually probably gonna go see that this weekend so it has decent reviews um i don't know i've been following his career he was great in uncut gems yeah and uh like everything sorry to bother you yeah have you seen get out have you yeah, seen? Of course. I think that's that was a good one. That might be that might capture our time better than even the Mr. Peanut devours his son. That was the biggest Oscar snub of all time. I mean, that I, was I, actually I, like more like uh, relevant. I feel like than Parasite. Like Parasite was beautiful film. I'm, I'm it was, not, had like a nice like as you said, Tom, very fairy tale like ending. But this yeah. was just like a, a WTF kind of movie, which was like kind of you know reflecting sort of how insane everything is. I wish that, uh, in uh, today's world. I wish Sorry to Bother You won the Oscars for everything, only so that two days later Ben Shapiro could come up with a weird argument about why it was bad. The horse people were <laughs> were not up to snuff. I would the have horse, liked better CGI for the horse people. The horse people do not prove the point of the film sufficiently. Oh, man. Just picture like Ben Shapiro looking uncomfortable watching Sorry to Bother You. Oh, boy. I'd rather watch him uh, watch uh, you know something interesting like uh, Bombshell. I would watch a live stream of Ben Shapiro watching Sorry to Bother You. <laughs> like a Shia LaBeouf yes. art installation. I just want to see his face and his frowns. Interesting. And his booster seat. Like as, as the horse people come out, what is his face doing? That, I'm, I'm so curious. I don't see this picture that you said you sent. I've I gone, back. I've gone back so far. I swear it's I in there. I swear is it. I'm on January 9th. I still don't see it. Will, All you right, guys. It? Well, my uh, well, Boo Boo's hungry, so I hey, gotta you know his monkey's go, barking. Go feed the chimp. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's wrap it up here. So, um, all right, all right. Will, do we have any ads that we need to read? Also, we do have a Patreon. So oh, it's yeah. uh, Patreon.com/slash. Yeah. You gotta pay for my power bill. Patreon.com/slash Medium Roast Pod. Is there anything more appropriate than Chris cutting me off as I'm trying to read the URL? I'm for back, our baby. I'm back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Chris so, Bot is back. <laughs> all right, Will, do we have any other ads that we need to read as we uh, as we fade out here? Yeah, well, you know, today's today's show is brought to you by uh, Harvest Pea Snacks. Um, crunch better in 2020 and have a shot at winning with Crunchy Pea Snacks. Uh, there's a chance to win every day. We'll be choosing two winners to fly to Hawaii. Uh, you can buy your local uh, Harvest Pea Snacks. 
at every uh, apparently every grocery store in the the local area. So I don't know if you guys have heard of pea protein. It's the superior nutrition. So everybody's getting on these sort of healthy <laughs> vegetable snacks lately, and uh, my God, they're de- they're just delicious. You know, I, I I used to be a Cheeto head as a kid, and uh, their white cheddar flavor is beyond good. Um, you know, I reached out to them before they even reached out to us, and uh, I said, you know, guys, we'd love to do a, a little promo on your show, you know, just in the hopes of getting some freebies. They sent a whole pallet of these pea snacks, Tom. So uh, thank you very much to Harvest Pea Snacks, and, uh, you know, look for those at your local grocers. Peas? Peas. Peas. Chris is not bored. Uh, has he unplugged? I've unplugged him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. I'm well, about to go drill. Between you and uh, you and me, Tom. Uh, I like the old Chris better. Yeah. Let me. I'm gonna go grab the drill and do some work on him here. All right. Well, uh, say hello to all those nerds in the uh, facility for me, and uh, you know, like, um, pass along my condolences to you know the, some of those those women. I I heard that the smoke coming out of the top of the yeah. Chris Bot's head sort of affected their respiratory system we'll so see, well, it's, it, we'll see what the long-term effects are it's unclear at this point but uh i'll go do some you know, i'm hoping ben shapiro will just cover the costs i mean this is his show after all so oh yeah well i'll talk to him and uh, i'll go do some work on chris and we'll be back next week everybody so have a good week Potatoes!